Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast with my parents, Clark and Bobby. We'll talk about the Bible and the Holy Spirit adventures. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hopping on the Wake Before the Day podcast. You know it's your Monday, and you know I got another awesome guest for you. Today, the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> our very own Joaquin Hurtado. Thank you, Pastor. Give it up. Woo! All right, Joaquin. So Joaquin helps oversee our facilities and property. And this guy, what I love about Joaquin is I'll be walking through the church at the most random hours and I will hear you. You don't know I'm there. Okay. Praising God, singing your heart out, optimistic, glass half full, full of the joy of the Lord, going for it. And you're by yourself getting the rows of chairs lined up for service on Sunday, but like you're prepping the sanctuary for us to come in and worship. I don't know if you realize that or not, but I feel like you are. Yes, sir. Pastor. You're like setting uh, the tone, man. It's uh, it's been a blessing for me to be uh, working at the church again. It's a little over a year now, I think, okay. since I came back to work at the church. And uh, um, it was just at the right timing for my life to come back. It was the environment that I needed to be in to, yeah. to get myself back on track where I needed to be mentally, spiritually, most importantly. Yep. And um, I'm, I'm learning every day to give God what's His first. And yeah. The blessings come trickling down. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. All right. What's the f- your favorite part of your job? I know we all have got parts of our job. You're like, this stinks. What would you say is the best part? What do you like about it? The the atmosphere. Okay. The environment. Coming from, I'm telling you, coming from an environment where it became very toxic. Okay. Just being around certain people that maybe are non-believers, as you, if you want to say, or even just other people not um, kind not kind yeah yeah almost it's it's a doggy world out yeah. there man and and sometimes you have to act a certain way to to live or you're gonna get run over out there and um coming back to the church the environment is so peaceful i have no choice but to talk to god at five thirty in the morning when i'm here when there's no one else here yeah. and thank him for being able to serve in his house yeah I love it. Love it. I love it. I love you, man. Thanks yes. for leading Thank and you, loving. Pastor. Thank you. That's good. So, okay, another kind of just random question. Go for it. Are you a movie guy at all? You like any kind of movies? Yes and no. It's been a while since I've really been into movies. But, but what's like a favorite of yours? Let's see here. Nacho Libre. Nacho my, Libre. I go there. Man, that, my, <laughs> Jack Black, I, right? Yeah, that movie gets me all the time. I like the story behind it. I like the the moral behind it. It's, okay. it's a pretty cool story. Clean okay. movie for my family to watch here, and then we bust up at that movie, man. For classic. sure. For sure. Super classic. Now, if we were to make a movie about your life, okay, who's gonna play Joaquin Hurtado? Man, that's a good one. You know who I'm gonna say? Orlando Bloom. Ooh, I like that. He was born on the same day as my wife, and you know, okay. I know she's and he's he one of a, he's he's one of her favorite actors. So he's like, a really you know, cute elf in Lord of the Rings. You know, All I, the yeah. chicks loved him. Yeah, I've got big ears, but the wrong way. Mine go yeah. this way, his go up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, that's awesome, dude! I love yeah. it. But yeah, why not? Man? Man, if, hey, my wife likes him. That's she right. won't mind seeing him. Too. <laughs> that's funny. That's yeah. funny. I like that. That's cool. Thanks. That's cool. Yeah. All right, man. Well, hey, we're in Acts 14 today. That's right. I want to jump into the chapter. Yes. So just right out the gate, towards the beginning of the chapter, what stood out to you? What did you think? Man, uh, these two guys, I picture these guys, I, I try to relate everything to nowadays, like just two guys, missionaries. Yeah. They're just trying to preach the gospel. Yeah. Um, chapter 13 ends real quick, and this is in, I think they departed with joy and in, in, in their hearts and stuff. Yeah, they're getting kicked out of run out of a city, man. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? And they're 
the, literally the last verses, and they left with joy in their hearts or something like that. And they get to another city, and all they're trying to do is lift people up, yeah. show the love of Christ, yeah. what he did, what he just did for them um, to both the Jews and the Gentiles, to people that already had it coming to them and people that needed it. Amen. Um, what stood out to me, though, was still even through what even the Jewish people had still seen, they were still missing the point of all of this. Mm-hmm. You know, they were jealous um, of these two guys. I think they were just jealous of them pulling in the crowds, yeah. obviously, because they saw the, them at the synagogue. Like, why are these people? Yeah. They're not here for us. They're here for Paul yeah. and Barnabas. Um, I don't think they liked that they were spreading the truth and that the truth was for everyone, yeah. not just this people. Exactly. It was for everybody. I, I'm piggyback that because right away in verse one, it talks about how they preach the gospel effectively. That's right. So verse one, in Iconium, Paul and Barnabas went as usual into the Jewish synagogue. There they spoke so effectively That's right. that a great number of Jews and Greeks believed. That's right. It's like, I wonder, all right, God, help us preach the gospel effectively. That's right. Like instead of just like, you know, word vomiting, words and ideas and thoughts like God help us to be thoughtful and aware and most importantly Holy Spirit would you go and anoint these conversations because we want to be effective that's right I want the kingdom of God to come that's right oh that's cool yeah what's interesting about that though is right away in verse 2 and 3 is you watch this yin and yang between the crowds and the Sanhedrin and all these people because verse 2 says but there are Jews who refuse to believe and then they stirred up the other Gentiles and poisoned their minds against the brothers. So then Paul and Barnabas spent considerable time there working on them. And I'll bring it up later on in the chapter. But again, you see this like, hey, we love you. Now we hate you. Now we love you. Now we hate you. And you're like, right. make up your minds. Like, That's right. <laughs> what is it? Yeah. And uh, like in verse three, some of the points that I, I put here, most of them are from verse three. It shows even through that, their consistency. Mm-hmm. They said they stayed a while. Yeah. Right? Their boldness, they... Preach with, they preach the truth. Yeah, and um, they in that time they had to have actually action. I think you preached about that last year. We have to have action with our faith, mm-hmm. and they did it by performing signs, wonders, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, and it did take some action. And even then, they were still trying to take them off course. Their yeah. own people, for Just, sure. I mean, I love reading these stories about like the gospel being preached and it being accompanied by tangible signs of right. healing and acts of love and service. Um, I'm in a text loop with all the pastors of Emmanuel and Pastor Naveen is our right. Nepalese pastor. Right. And he does incredible work of the Lord both here and then on the radio to Nepal. And wow. then he goes to Nepal often, but he texted me the other day and said, 79% of the Christians in Nepal are Christians because they experienced supernatural healing. Wow. So it's like acts being lived out still in different parts of the world That's right. where the gospel is now just reaching, which is amazing, you know, but then you look at it again, there are times in Jesus ministry where people just wanted like a circus show. They're like, That's Hey, right. do some cool sign, man. And He's like, no, you guys just want the miracles. You don't yeah, care about. Yeah, I have some notes on that later in the chapter too. Yeah. And that's kind of really how we are even today. Sometimes yeah. it's almost like. Entertain me. Yeah. Prove it almost. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay. So as you keep going down through the chapter, brother, what else stands out to you? Uh, what I learned about God during all this is yeah. that, I, you know, we read this this chapter and it's we're, we're just looking at these two guys and what's going on. And 
God had never left these guys during yeah. all of this. It's yeah. like it's almost like God is not it's not that he's not mentioned in this chapter, but it's like he's never Paul gets beat up. Yeah. His friends, his homies gather around him. The very next day like, they thought he was dead. Yeah. Who else is gonna be beat up to the point where they're dead? Yeah. Or think they're dead and say, Hey, Where's my cup of coffee? Let's go to Derby. Yeah, let's go back. Let's go and preach. Let's run it back. Let's go again. It's really it's like doing killers. I remember doing killers in basketball. Man, they used to kill me going right yeah. back and forth. That's why they're going to do it again. Yeah. What? <laughs> God was with them. He miraculous. He showed the faith of Paul. I mean, raised him up to go preach. Yeah. Um, during all this stuff going on, many many people were still being saved despite all this side stuff going oh, on. Yeah. Jews and people that were barely hearing this stuff for the first time are being saved. Yeah. I love it. I appreciate their humility here right. in verses like 11 through 18 right. as I'm reading it because they were building, you know, almost like a unintentionally, like a following and a brand That's right. of themselves. And they're like, time out. This is not why we're here. This is not what we're doing. Yeah. We don't want the attention. The attention's got to go to him. Stop it. And then that's what's so interesting to me is later on, like in verse 19, it says, Then some of the Jews came from Antioch, which is where they were before, and Iconium, and they won the crowd over. They stoned Paul, which you talked about, dragged him outside, thinking he was dead. But for me, the, the whole yin and yang going from, we love you, kill them, we love you, kill them, is... Going back to my theology of like the spirit working, because it's not enough for us to convince someone's brain. That's right. God has to captivate their heart. That's right. And so whether you and me are doing the most elaborate evangelism speech ever or sermon or prayer time, it's got to be transcendent in a supernatural work of God, of God changing their heart. Because if we just changed our mind, someone else is going to come along next week and convince them of something else. That's right. And so praying for that unity between our hearts and our minds, going, God, what I think in my head, help me to believe in my heart. Help me to, what I believe in my heart to be lived out with what I do with my hands and my feet and my mouth. Not only convince the mind, but captivate the heart. That's right. Because clearly it's not enough just to like try to... It starts at the heart almost. Yeah. That's what, that's what I've learned, that um, you get your heart straight first and, and your the mind will follow. Yeah. And um, I do believe the Bible says what's in your heart is it, it's 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 the most innermost part of you, mm-hmm. and that's why Jesus says, "Let me into your heart." Yeah, not my kidney, not my yeah. lung, the most deepest part, your heart. Yes, and um, that's why I'm, that's what I work on with God, getting my heart straight. That's right. Day. Well, what's good about that too is it's almost like a passive thing we do, where where we we position ourselves before the Lord. That's right. But we're saying, God, I need I need you to help change my heart, soften my heart. You know, it talks about when we're in Christ, he gives us a new heart. Yes. Heart of stone is gone. Get this new heart of flesh that's tender and sensitive to the work of God and the whispers of God and the nudgings of the spirit. It's like, I want that. Yeah. Sign me up for that. That's right. And having that tenderness, despite getting pummeled, because again, you read verse 20. Is that when he's getting beat real bad? Yeah. yeah they thought he was dead. Yeah. That after the disciples had gathered around him, he got up, went back into the city. Next day, they went off to Derby. You're like, man, what? It's not about Paul, but you're just like, what a stud. Yeah. How cool is that? Yeah. And the the church keeps going. That's yeah. that's what I see. It doesn't the gospel doesn't stop. Yeah. The God didn't stop it. It keeps going. Yes. 
keeps going. It's almost like when these people get taken out, it just fuels the gas on the fire for the gospel to go even more. That's right. Because again, they're not inciting violence. They're not looking to cause problems. They're feeding the poor and the hungry and they're giving them clothes and looking out for Healing the lame. Yes. He only only had to look at him to know that the guy was willing to get healed. Willing to, means having enough faith knowing. So crazy. Just just with a look. He knew. That's Holy Spirit work right there. Where God just knew what he was doing. Oh, that's awesome, man. Well, hey, that's really all I have kind of from this chapter is is just looking at their humility, awesome. how it's all about God, and how, you know, um, praying that God would not only allow us to speak, you know, the gospel clearly and effectively, but the Holy Spirit captivate their hearts because people will just flip-flop changing their mind. We don't want that. That's right. That's yeah. right. And... um I guess uh, these guys are perfect examples of uh, men of like great integrity, mm-hmm. which is something that I've been trying to work on, especially again this past year, this past two years, um, really being an upright man yeah. and putting really your faith where your mouth is. Yep. And I grew up in church pastor. My, you know, this, this, what I, this was yeah. my life. It doesn't necessarily mean that I'm, I know what I'm supposed to know or do what I'm supposed to do. For sure. But for the, by the grace of God, I'm learning even today, and I'm able to show my family and, and yeah. lead them as best as I can. Amen. Yeah. I'm proud of you, dude. You got a beautiful family. Thank you. How are they holding up? They're doing great. Doing Pastor. okay? Yes, sir. We we live day by day right now. Okay. Because everyone has just today. That's right. So That's God right. is good all the time. All the time. All the time. God is good. Love it. Awesome. Well, hey, for you listening, thanks for tuning into the podcast today. Another special thanks to Joaquin. If you see Joaquin around church on Sunday, make sure you say hi to him. Uh, thanks for again setting the stage for church and the atmosphere and the yes, praying and singing and getting the even the rooms ready for us to come and worship. Yes, sir, Pastor. Couldn't do blessing. without you, man. Thank you. All right, hey, God bless you all. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you on Wednesday. The Lord bless you and keep you. Don't make His face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn His face towards you and give Him His peace. Have a great day.